The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 16th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Then Jesus said to the disciples, There was a rich man who had a manager, and charges were brought to him that this man was squandering his property. So he summoned him and said to him, What is this that I hear about you? Give me an accounting of your management, because you cannot be my manager any longer. And the manager said to himself, what will I do now that my master is taking the position away from me? I'm not strong enough to dig, and I am ashamed to beg. I have decided what to do so that when I'm dismissed as manager, people may welcome me into their homes. So, summoning his master's debtors one by one, he asked the first, how much do you owe my master? He answered, a hundred jugs of olive oil. He said to him, take your bill, sit down quickly, and make it 50. Then he asked another, and how much do you owe? And he replied, a hundred wheat. He said to him, take your bill and make it 80. And his master commended the dishonest manager because he had acted shrewdly. For the children of this age are more shrewd in dealing with their own generation than are the children of light. And I tell you, make friends for yourselves by means of dishonest wealth, so that when it is gone, they may welcome you into the eternal home. Whoever is faithful in very little is faithful also in much, and whoever is dishonest in very little is dishonest also in much. If then you have not been faithful with dishonest wealth, who will entrust to you the true riches? And if you have not been faithful with what belongs to another, who will give you what is your own? No slave can serve two masters, for a slave will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated, and the children may come forward for a children's sermon. morning. How are you? Good. <laughs> well, sometimes that happens. Today, as usual, I have a question for you. I have a question. Have you ever given something away? Yeah. What kind of things have you given away? thing. What else? The friend bracelets. Nice. Art class. Yeah. Oh, like the craft hall. Yeah. Pokemon cards. Shoes. Oh, 
you guys are so generous. Yeah. That makes sense. There's a time for everything, right? Now I've got a different question for you. Have you ever given something away that wasn't yours? No. You kept it. Yeah. So you've done it before. Yeah. Sometimes we just want to keep what we get, right? Yeah. Is it, is it always nice to give away something that's not yours? Not really. Eventually, you might be supposed to give it back, right? <laughs> yeah. I want to tell you a story. One day, I bought myself a book. It's a nice book. And before I got to read it, someone in my household wanted to read the book. <laughs> That's cool. I shared it. And then I said, hey, are you done with the book? And she said, yeah, my friend has the book. They're going to read it. I said, oh, okay. And I said, oh, is your friend done with the book? Yeah, they gave it to another person who asked. <laughs> Guys, I haven't read the book yet. <laughs> it's been traveling around. Now, there's a part of me that really wanted to read the book. But there's another part that realizes the book's doing what it's supposed to do, right? Can everybody look at my nose? It's a good nose. The book is supposed to share a story. And that's exactly what it's been doing over and over and over again. And our story today in the gospel that we read, we heard Jesus talking about giving away things that aren't ours, giving away things that don't belong to us. Ultimately, he's talking about giving away things that belong to God. We give away all kinds of things in our life as Christians. And we're not worried about keeping them for ourselves. We're worried about making sure that they get shared. So I want you to think. I want you to think about everything you have. I want you to think about how we might share it. Share it with one another. Share it with friends and family. Even share it with people that we meet new. Sharing is a big part of what makes us special in the world. Does that make sense? I also want you to think of one more thing. People might share with you too. So how can you accept those things? Good. Can we say a prayer? Let's pray. Gracious God, we give you thanks. We give you thanks for the things you share with us, for the things we share with one another. Help us to be bold and brave, to share everything, to share everything we are and everything we have. Thank you for being a God that has shared everything you are and everything you have with us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for being here, everybody. You can go back to your seats.
In the name of Jesus, amen. This parable is strange. There's another word in this week where I don't quite understand what's trying to happen at first glance. Dishonest wealth seems dishonest, right? It seems like something we shouldn't be a part of, we shouldn't encourage. And yet here in Jesus' own teaching is a push to say, be faithful in dishonest wealth. And so we have to ask ourselves how faith and dishonesty go hand. How faith and dishonest wealth go hand in hand. In the first reading, we heard about people who were dishonest, right? We heard about in Amos chapter 8, people who just waited for that they do more and more of their trading. And they thought to themselves, you know what? We're going to trade unevenly, unfairly with the folks around us. We're going to make the weights of measurement inaccurate so that they favor our own selves. When we trade, we will take more than we can. And when we give, we'll give less than we can. And they ran right into the ground, the neighbors around them. And this was seen as something bad. This was a prophet that came to the people of Israel and said, hey, the thing you're doing here, the way you're taking advantage of other people, it is wrong. And then we have this story. And there's a manager that goes out and gives a bad accounting to his master day after day and says, until he gets caught, right? And he says to himself, you know what? I'm going to lose my job, and I don't really want to work that hard. So I'm going to go to everybody else. I'm going to, I'm going to give away my boss's money to these folks so that they're going to welcome me in. And that, somehow, is seen as good. Why? Why is this good? I don't think ultimately Jesus is trying to say embezzlement is a great idea, right? Please don't leave here today with that understanding. But I think what Jesus is trying to say is that in a world where all things belong to God, give it away. In a world where all things rightfully belong to the one who claims us all, give it away. And from time to time, you might be giving it away in a way that doesn't even recognize whose it is. Just give it away anyways. Give it away dishonestly. Give it away freely. Give it away in a way that promotes more mercy and more gentleness and more peace with one another. You might even gain something from giving it away. People might think highly of you when you give it away. Don't worry about that. Just give it away. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of me that has been taught over the course of time to give things away silently. Also in our scripture, when you give, don't let your left, your left hand know what your right hand is doing, right? Give it away in a way that no one knows. But here, just give it away. 
If someone finds out, fine, whatever, give it away. Give it all away. This is not the same as the widow's might, where she gives the last two things that she has and is lifted up. This is not the same as giving all your possessions away, selling to them, giving them to the poor, picking up your cross and following Jesus. Though there's an element that rings the same here. This is, at its baseline, just making sure things don't stay in our hands our whole lives long. Just making sure that we don't understand the whole world to be about us and not the rest of our neighbors too. This is one of those things that is trying to disrupt everything that we have heard before that tells us it's okay to for ourselves, take for ourselves, and make even a little bit more. In this lesson, we cannot help but hear the words, give it away. All that we have belongs to God and all that we are. How do we give it away? We give it away to friends and family very easily, right? We share and we enjoy, and that's good and right. We give it away a little more easy to the ones that we're familiar with here in the church and out there in the community. We give it away from time to time in great ways of taking up soup collections and food collections and, and sharing at soup kitchens and other places. This is good and right. And then what's next? Each day is an opportunity for us to wake up in the morning and have the God of heaven and earth knocking at our door and saying in a somewhat alarming voice, have you been faithful with all that I've been given? Well, all that you've been given. And then we, in a little bit of a panic, go and start just getting rid of all of it giving it all away, as much grace and as much care and as much mercy as we can muster. This is not about finances alone. This is about giving your time away. This is about giving your heart away. This is about giving your pride away. It's about giving your care away, your work away, your play away. Even the rest that we have for ourselves, we can share with one another. We give it away. I'm not mad that I haven't read the book yet. Because the book's doing what it's supposed to do. And I think that that might be in store for us too. Instead of believing the rest of the world that tells us if you give it away, you don't have it anymore, and your heart will be broken, and you won't like this. Instead of believing that, we might give it away and find something else. We might give away our time and find that that was a great use of our time. We might give away our heart and find that it is fuller than when it first 
was. We might give away some of our money and find that it did the thing we wanted it to do in a greater way. Time, talent, and treasure, heart and soul, mind and strength, all that we are, might indeed be magnified in giving it away. Do not believe the world that tells you that you'll simply be without. Believe in a God that tells you to give away small things so that we can give away big things. Give away small things so that we can understand big things. Give away all that we are so that we might find all that we are. I think, I think there's greater and greater things in store for us the more and more we give ourselves away. I believe we won't lose, but we will find. We won't miss, but we will discover. We will not have less. We will find more. So let's give it away. God be with you this week and everything that you have received and everything that we are. And God be with you as we give it all away. Amen.